Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Anna Dravland was planning her first big kindness event when she had a massive stroke that nearly took her life. Thanks to her support system, that first Spread Goodness Day still happened, and it was wildly successful. Anna is prepping for the third annual Spread Goodness Day on March 13th, 2020, and I knew as part of our kindness community, it would be something you would want to be a part of. Well, Anna, I am inspired by your story, but I want all of our Kindness Podcast listeners to get inspired by your story, too. So uh, I understand that you, I don't know what, about 2011, that was about the time I caught on to kindness, and it was about the time that you started thinking about kindness, too, with a friend, right? Uh, Yes, and it was around the time I started volunteering when I re-enrolled in college uh, in my late 20s. So it kind of kind of all rolled around uh, at that kind of a development stage of my life. And what happened? Where were you when you started thinking, hey, wouldn't it be fun? Because I mean, I don't think, do, do people just wake up one day and say, I would like to do a big kindness event? No. Um, <laughs> uh, yes and no. Like uh, throughout volunteering is when it really became clear to me that um one that I was in love with volunteering and engaging with goodness. Uh, number two is that I didn't have a passion for one nonprofit. Uh, I couldn't, I, I, I loved all of them. I wanted to support everybody and everybody. So I was helping with fundraisers for, you know, at different times, I'd working on five or six different fundraisers at a time um, while I was going to college and working because it was so much fun. Um, and so as this spread goodness term and, and the wording and this uh, energy with it went around, it actually, at first, I wanted to make a restaurant um, called Spread Goodness Day. That was, or it says Spread Goodness. So it would be a, like a nonprofit event center and restaurant, um, which maybe maybe still in the future of dreams, but um, where you kind of pay the people at the bottom a little more. You have a, a cap at the top and the proceeds go into the community. Um, and, uh, and of course, my goodness, you've got to have good food. So, um, so it started with that and there was, I had really ridiculous grand ideas that as I consulted with my business friends and, uh, and entrepreneurs made it clear to me that I didn't want any of that. I wanted a simplicity. I wanted something that I could manage with simplicity and that everybody in the world could engage in simplicity. Um, and so that's where, uh, it became the day. I just wanted a day and I don't want any rules. I don't want any oversight and I I don't want to tell anybody what to do that day. I just want to collectively get this energy of explosive goodness. Hmm. Okay. So I'm of course in love with that, with that concept, with the day, but I, I'm curious because you said something <laughs> that that struck me as interesting, and that is, well, all of it's interesting, but the one thing I, I was thinking is that you said that you loved volunteering and it didn't matter which nonprofit, you just loved it. And so that's yeah. that's interesting to me because I think that there's a good chunk of the world, myself sometimes included, where volunteering kind of feels like work, like, oh yeah, I got to go do that. Um, so 
Were oh, yeah. you volunteering for amazing organizations? Were Was your perspective just different than most people's? Um, or were you doing something that just so aligned with your gifts that it just felt right? What, 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 what was happening there that you were loving it so much? I think a little bit of everything you just said is... Um I, I like there was it was very easy for me to align with a lot of different missions, um, whether it be a, a farm burned down and they, you know, a whole a whole local farm burned down and we helped raise money to support that family or um, or, you know, helping the conservation efforts or helping the women's center or helping. There's just I mean, I guess at the end of the day, I do still do the things that resonate with me, but um and I do that. I help them in the way that I could always help them. What um, what I always always tell people is that my time is more valuable than my money. I have no money. I've never been a rich person. I, I've uh, you could call me low income, um, and I'm you know I'm disabled now. Um, uh, but I've always believed that my time was worth more. Um, so it was really. Like, I, I wouldn't give them what I wasn't good at. I, I would help them fundraise. I would help them market. I would help them generate excitement. And I was very good at uh, hosting events and managing events. So that's what I gave to them. Um, so I did it in the way that I loved for a whole lot of different people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Neat. And I do yeah, feel I like was- there are there's a lot of research that says that giving your time um, ends up making you feel better than writing a check to somebody you don't know. Although that's important too sometimes, you know. Without any doubt. I got experiences meeting amazing people um, and really being in touch with the missions of a lot of different goals. Uh, and it taught me a long time ago that there's a lot of different ways that you can make the world better and change the world. Uh, and I want every single human in the world to feel powerful in that way, even if they don't do it the way I do it or the way you do it or the way, you know, the, mm-hmm. the way a restaurant does it. Like you can open a door, you can send a note. There's just a, a million different ways that you can be powerful. And I learned that through like through engaging in all these different organizations and nonprofits and just loving them. So I think that you speak from a place of absolute power because right now you're doing this interview from your bed. You um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were practice you were practicing. You were preparing for this first spread goodness day, which you said no rules, just let's all let's just spread goodness. Um yeah. And you had a massive stroke. Nearly died? I did. I did. Um, It is, I wouldn't wish a stroke on any human in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was the, uh, it was heartbreaking in every sense that it could possibly be for me. Uh, And I still, and I still struggle with it. um, But uh, two weeks after I built all the platform for Spread Goodness Day, all my branding, all my you know, my Instagram graphics, I had a plan. Uh, and I, I had just started to implement it. And um, it was literally two weeks after I launched these these marketing platforms that I, I had hit my head uh, a few weeks earlier as well and been knocked out. And being the stubborn, uninsured person I was, 
I said, I'm not going to go to the hospital unless my head explodes. Mm. Um, and boy, if there's ever some famous last words, right. um, I had a ripped artery that, that had bonk had ripped my artery and it was slowly tearing and forming blood clots. Um, and, uh, on the day I had my stroke, I was walking to work and just collapsed in the middle, <clears throat> in the middle of the street. Uh, I was, I woke up about three days later after a very, I remember the emergency room. I remember, I remember everything um, until, uh, until they had to sedate me after the MRI. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and um, I woke up half paralyzed. I didn't know my last name. I couldn't tell you my birth date or identify a picture of a cat. Um, wow. We were talking about nursing homes and paralysis and wheelchairs. Um, and I was trying to convince myself I could be okay if I didn't walk again mm-hmm. or that I, if I didn't sing again or that if I lost my career um, and, uh, and if I lost my goodness day. I, I literally woke up and this is where like, this is some serious conviction for me with this project for me as a, as a person and, and also encouraging people to do things in their own natural way is I woke up and I was so, like, overwhelmingly devastated that I was losing my project, Mm. that I started begging my friends to help. Um, I even, I have a relationship with our local media, and I was like, tell them, call them, I can't lose this. Mm. Um, And they, my friends, everybody really just rallied, rallied around me, not just as a person, but as a as this, this spread goodness mission, they knew, everybody knew that this is the only thing that was keeping me happy mm-hmm. um, for the early recovery. And um, uh, and we knew that, uh, I, I, you know, I've recovered fairly well. I've regained the ability to walk and talk and I still have cognitive issues and uh, I have a lot of problems related to the stroke, but... Um, we knew that I was going to be okay when I was in my hospital bed. I couldn't use my right hand and I got upset because my friend used the wrong font, the wrong color font and the wrong background for the font. And I was like, I was like my little marketing brain just ticked, tick, tick, tick. And I was like, I can't do this. I need to make the graphics. I probably could have just, instructed her to do it correctly but um something in me just needed to take control back of this Mm -hmm, project mm -hmm. Uh, they they still everybody helped me so much in in the most amazing ways and it would never have come to what it is without so many people organizations sponsors volunteers but um it's been the most incredibly extreme life um, with the stroke has given me the worst experiences of my life uh, and having spread good and stay alongside of it and the support of my community has given me the most epically glorious experiences that people will ever have in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty, it's almost hilarious. <laughs> like, um, alongside, you know, alongside pain can still be a really beautiful life. Joy and pain, they exist simultaneously always, don't they? They do. And you can choose which one you want to focus on. Um, And like we talked about, like doing things from hospital beds, 
Um, I spent I spent a lot of time in ERs and um, in treatments since the stroke. And a lot of what people see me posting online is um, uh, from the emergency room or from a hospital bed uh, because I don't want to be there. I don't want to focus on the pain I'm in or the IV in my arm or what the results might be. Uh, I want to, every single time I can do something to move this forward, it makes me feel better. Woman, you are uh, powerful. Wow. Wow. It feels powerful. And it, it does. I want to embrace that. Like that makes me feel powerful and less, less vulnerable to my illness and but less vulnerable to the idea that I can't still change the world. I think you are preaching to a whole bunch of people who have chronic pain, they have um, depression, they, you know, all different mental illnesses. And, and I think that there are, you know, everybody's got something, we all have a spot in our life that feels dark. And, and you are, you know, embracing that darkness and lighting it up with with goodness. And hmm. so, so with Spread Goodness Day, March 13th, 2020, yeah. this year. I mean, there'll be one following year, so just keep paying attention to it. But what specifically do you want people to do to join into that special day? Uh, I want them to do good deliberately. Like, we all do good. It's not don't do good every other day. It's be deliberate about it. Take deliberate action in whatever way is natural to you. You can go big. We have companies that pass out Lego sets all over town and mm. um, whole entire schools doing projects. We also have the cute little kids that send me a video that they shared their ice cream with their sister. Mm. Um, and these very, or somebody sent me a, an anonymous report that they told somebody they mattered that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, most important to me is that it's natural to you. Uh, and you don't have to report it. I, uh, you can tell me through my website uh, if you'd like to share. You can use our hashtag Spread Goodness Day if you'd like to share. Um, but you don't have. To, the beautiful thing is you don't have to share it for it to change the world. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a lot of anonymous reports, and I, I love that because it shows they understand this isn't about attention. This is about goodness, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, and the power we have to change the world with it every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, of course, we're we're making the future so bright. You're gonna need shades. <laughs> so, I'd love for people to, you know, if they want to purchase our custom shades or apply for them for schools, um, or wear your own shades and just get into the energy of uh, of this bright future we're created because because we are. I'm a very passionate believer that there is more good in this world than bad. And it just is a matter of what we give our attention to. Um, I do not, I, I, my clickbait is all goodness. Um, <laughs> I don't click on, I don't click on anything that's going to elicit badness in me or support the attention of criminals. Um, I'm, I'm because uh, we do actually have control over the media. If we click it, they report it. Um, and so if we start clicking on the right things, we'll be seeing very clearly how powerful the world is. Um, I want a t-shirt now so that says my clickbait is kindness. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm talking about. I was like, you, you need to, yeah, we need that t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> but it's true. Like clickbait, that, that's controlling the world. And we're the ones clicking. We're the ones controlling the media. 
I never oh, thought of um, it that way. That's that's really, yes, really smart. And I, uh, I just never thought of it that way. I did notice oh, um, all, yeah. all these people on your website are wearing sunglasses. So you said the future's so mm -hmm. bright, you're going to need shades, and you have this project, Shades for Schools. What, what does that yeah. have to do with um, with the goodness? How does that all fit together? So before I can say, what I've noticed in the last, the first few years is that the schools and the kids are the ones that get on it. They are so passionate. Uh, there's one school in particular, Sandy Knoll Elementary, that has, they just blew my brains out with their excitement and their projects. Um, I mean, they literally almost blew my brains out screaming in the auditorium when oh. I presented them with Oh, <laughs> oh you poor um, woman. Yeah. It was like, oh boy, what's going to happen if I pass out in front of 400 children? Um, <laughs> but I didn't. Good. <laughs> I made my thing sweet and sweet. But so I put it out there that school can apply for free shades because uh, they were trying to buy them. Teachers were trying to buy them. We were trying to scramble to make it work. And I just want them to be able to focus on these projects. And the shades, uh, especially with the kids, make them feel cool and make them feel like a part of this big important thing that they are a part of. Uh, and it's resonating. I have gotten, Oh my goodness. I have gotten requests for more than 5,500 pairs of sunglasses from coast to coast. And I'm laying in my bed recovering from surgery the last two months going, how in the world am I going to raise $20,000 in the next, months or two yeah. to get all these kids shades because I feel like they deserve it. I want them to have it and I want them to feel that energy. Um, you want them and, to uh, feel that they, energy. When and, they, yeah. when they, uh, and when they apply for them, I specifically ask, what are you, what are you or your school and student group doing to for Spread Goodness Day? What are you planning? Because I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not just giving these away. I want you to participate I do, I do give them away, you know, but uh, <laughs> uh, I want, if, the, if they're getting applying for the schools, I want to know that it's, you know, for a project and encouraging kids to participate with goodness. Um, so we've got, uh, I have this huge dream. It would, honestly, it would like pretty much just rock my socks off if I could manage to raise the money. Um, I've got online fundraisers going. Um, people can donate online. Uh, um, I'm open to other people helping us raise money for these schools. Um, there's people, there's like several schools in Pennsylvania, Los Angeles, all over Michigan, Illinois, Tennessee. Um, and you're in Michigan, right? Correct. I'm in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Okay. Uh, the frozen tundra here. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's uh, my mission right now. I'm doing my best to communicate with sponsors and businesses to see what they can do to help me raise money because mm -hmm. essentially um i have all the ideas in the world but i am uh, i have a brain injury <laughs> and i'm recovering from surgery so um essentially i need people to re re resonate with my mission and take initiative to help support us um meeting this goal right. uh, and getting all these shades for their for their right futures oh neat neat well i i am convinced that it is done. It is already done because you, <laughs> you know, because you have the vision and you have the heart behind it. I am, and, and we can all hear that. So that's great. I'm that's great. I think it, when it's, 
when it's real, and again, I say this over and over again a little bit, when it's natural to you, that's when it's going to resonate and be powerful. And this is what's natural to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're in the whatever. Flow. Oh, go ahead. I said you're in the flow. Yeah, it's it's in me. I can't get it out. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, it's, sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming when I know that my energy is limited. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, but volunteering is one of the most powerful things that people with disabilities do as well. Um, if you pay attention to that world, because you can't hold down work consistently or be a, a consistently valuable employer, or you're sick a lot. A lot of people volunteer to add value to their life and, and to feel, you know, like part of society. Um, and so, so like somebody, somebody else with a disability might not be able to do a, an event like this because this is what I did. This right. is my, what, what is natural to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want, I would love everybody to, with disabilities, fully functioning brains, the rich, the poor, just to look at what they feel um and what what is natural to them because if you if it's natural to you you'll you'll keep doing it as well and so Um, you have an element of you have an element of this uh, along with spread goodness day that you call surviving with goodness is that kind of your your tool set for people who do have disabilities yes and, um, and not even just disabilities. I've struggled um, in my life. There's a, there's a story before the stroke. I've been, uh, I've experienced uh, assaults, abuse, um, homelessness, and uh, I, I had struggled with addiction in my younger years. And um, what I know for sure through all the volunteering and, you know, PTSD, anxiety, these, a lot of these invis- invisible illnesses, um, is that I know 100% for sure is that when I started putting goodness into my life and putting goodness into the world is that my survival game, be, my, my survival became stronger, mm-hmm. more powerful, and, and I've become happier. Um, there, there's a lot, you, pain does not have to stay pain. Um, and the surviving with goodness kind of as, as envelope, uh, sorry, I'm, I have speech issues because of the stroke, so I'm, uh, you're doing great. You are inspiring right me. I have I have nothing to say because you're just so so strong and powerful, and your words are so oh. meaningful. Like pain doesn't have to stay. Like what is that? You're doing great. You're doing oh, great. Thank you. Carry on. It's, so this is this is my voice, is, and I hope my hope in my future is I I, I don't want to stay on disability. I'm I'm working with some organizations to try to find a career. And one of those things is I, I would like to be a motivational speaker and um, and communicate about all the different tools and experiences that you can have that can be um, where where you can, you're, you're, the whole value of your life can change no matter what mm-hmm. no matter what if you just pour goodness into it. Um, so uh, this is uh, it's a group that I post inspiration things and updates on personal circumstances and uh, my my opinions on things. But um, I'm hoping to grow it into more of a, a full advocacy platform. I have a very very strong passion for, for supporting people with invisible illnesses, um, particularly brain injuries. Um, that is an important uh, message. It's, yeah. it's a hard life mm-hmm. to live. 
and people don't deserve people don't have they just don't deserve the struggle they have mm-hmm. to go through to keep getting just getting by with these invisible and debilitating situations i just want them to feel powerful too you have added so much power into my day and into the day of all yeah. of our listeners and then the people they interact with. It's this beautiful ripple effect all from your bed today. And so, Anna, thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing you. to fight for your mission and to fight for your own joy. I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you, and it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you and your and your natural goodness. That was a conversation with Anna Dravland, stroke survivor and founder of Spread Goodness Day. The third annual Spread Goodness Day is March 13th, 2020. Learn more about their year-round projects at spreadgoodnessday.com or at facebook.com slash spreadgoodnessday. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section. 